162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. Today on the ZabeCast, you wanted more Solly? You're going to get hashtag more Solly. In fact, it's almost all Solly today. We'll talk about Dan Snyder's no good awful day on Capitol Hill, and he wasn't even there. The lyingest liar ever, Roger Goodell. Baby food shortages, the Joe Pa statue, and a whole lot more. Your bonus, uncensored, 35-minute edition of the ZabeCast is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Thursday, June 23rd. Thank you for downloading. Before we get going, tomorrow I head to Vegas with my pops. Cross our fingers. Weather's been nasty around the country. Lots of thunderstorms. Knocked out power today. You'll hear about that in just a second. So wish us luck. Full details. Media updates. Digital assets to come for our weekend in Vegas. Tomorrow's ZabeCast is a really good one. For subscribers only. It is what I call the Book of Charge. What is the Book of Charge? It is how Paul Charchin became fantasy football's number one expert and built the magazine Fantasy Football Weekly, which turned into Fantasy Football or Fanball, the website, which also turned into Fantasy Football Weekly, the radio show that has been a smash runaway hit on KFAN in Minneapolis for years. Here is Charge talking about how he gladly gave up a much better paying job to basically bet on himself and this crazy idea that people out there would pay for quality fantasy football advice. We uh, we see the writing on the wall for for the paper copies, and we want to start a website. We start a really skinny version of the website with just the funds that we have, which isn't very much because we're a floundering we're a floundering magazine with like four full-time employees at this point. And you're still and working full-time at your day job. No, I, I was oh. able to quit that in 96. Okay. Uh, I but left you're, not, a, you're not making much money. You're just sort of scraping same. by. I left a $60,000 IT job for a $16,000 job with my own company. Wow. When I was 18. <laughs> 18000 That is betting uh, on yourself, brother. Okay. That is right there. Yes. Yes. So, but no kids, no wife, no mortgage, you know, all that stuff. And I bet you never really gave it much of a second thought about how little money you had or what kind of car you were driving. You were in the pursuit. You were like, I'm building this thing. Uh, Yeah, I'm happy, right? Because if your job is great, your life is so much better. Now, if you want the whole story, then sign up as a subscriber. Go to zabe.com slash premium. You can go month to month. It's $5 a month. And if you want to buy it for a year, get 12 months for the price of 
11. All right, I taped Sally in the van. The power was out. So I made some references to sound bites in our discussion that I did not have at my fingertips at the time. Well, I have now hunted them down. I've trimmed them up, and I'm going to go through them one by one. The first one is pretty funny because Representative Jim Jordan, Republican from Indiana, asked Goodell about his number one media nemesis, Dave Portnoy, a.k.a. El Presidente from Barstool Sports. I banned Dave Portnoy from NFL games. Pardon me, I couldn't hear your question. Why do you ban Dave Portnoy from NFL games? He's a journalist. In fact, he's a sports journalist. Why is he banned? Uh, Congressman, I'm not familiar with that uh, issue. I'm happy to check with my staff, but I'm not aware of that. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, Portnoy and Barstool's been running with this. (laughs) Portnoy put out a release under the Team Portnoy heading as follows. For immediate release, Adolf Hitler, Kim Jong-un, Henry Blodgett, Roger Goodell. The Mount Rushmore of despicably evil leaders. By the way, Henry Blodgett runs Business Insider, which I think was the outfit that ran what Portnoy described was a hit piece against him regarding a uh, relationship with a woman uh, that went a bit sideways and they claimed that he had uh, sexually uh, assaulted her and whatever. So so that's his Mount Rushmore of despicably evil leaders. (laughs) Today, Roger Goodell erased any shred of doubt that he belongs on that list after he committed perjury, lying under oath to the U.S. government. This by saying, I don't know anything about that. On Wednesday, during a hearing on toxic workplace allegations against the commanders, Goodell enabled and probably encouraged Jim Jordan to ask Raji a simple question. Why did he ban David S. Portnoy, a handsome journalist working hard for the American people, from NFL games and events. Pinocchio's answer was that he was, quote, not familiar with the issue and didn't know what he was talking about. We'll take big fat lies for 2,000, Alex, says Team Portnoy. Does uh, Jeopardy go to 2,000? I thought it went to 500. Let's run through some facts. A A word Roger Goodell has probably never heard. Dave Portnoy, who is currently rehabbing a lifelong shoulder injury, has been arrested at NFL HQ for protesting Tom Brady's suspension, organized Clowngate with 70,000 towels at Gillette, ran Mike Kensel out of Super Bowl Media Day, has been kicked out of Super Bowl Media Day, has won a $250,000 COVID auction to watch a game with Goodell, but was then denied and then was literally dragged out of the Super Bowl just for attending the game. And we're supposed to believe that Roger Goodell has never heard of Dave Portnoy. Hogwash. <laughs> that is brilliant right there. I loved how Goodell said, I- I'm sorry, I couldn't couldn't hear your question. Yeah, suddenly you can't hear. That's a trick for those who are testifying. I need another second or two to process and figure out what I'm going to say. Meanwhile, you'll hear Sally and I talk about Larry Michael, the longtime play-by-play voice for the Washington Redskins. Not long time. He took over shortly after Snyder bought the team. And, you know, (laughs) old Larry has been one of the snakiest snakes in the business. And he was caught on a hot mic pretty much verbally ogling an intern 
Here's what it sounded like. Couldn't tell if you wanted me to go longer or shorter or what. I, I do think our, 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 our intern is looking better every day. I do think our intern is a little blonde there talking to Ace. Is it blonde and black? Yeah. yeah. The hell she's, of an outfit in the middle of June. She's looking freaking pretty good. I don't know what the is going on there. Unbelievable. So disgusting. Mr. Snyder, Snyder wasn't hands off. He simply turned to the blind eye to, to the conduct he didn't want us all to see, right? This is all too common in the American workplace. Commissioner Goodell, is this acceptable way to run a team? Uh, no. That, that example you just showed me is, is not acceptable. What's interesting is I'm pretty sure that's J.P. Finley uh, on the voice heard on the very comment there. And J.P. comes real close to saying something that could have ended his career which is going great right now. He does a midday show on WJFK in Washington. He also uh, reports for NBC Sports Washington on television, on the team. Uh, he's a good guy, hard worker. I like him. But man, that, that had shades of Billy Bush right there, where there's Larry goading him in to saying something that might be inappropriate. I think JP uh, says, you know, that's a heck of a dress for June. Meanwhile, the why are we here rant came shortly after the entire thing began. And it was Byron Donalds from Florida, Republican, taking on Carolyn Maloney, the New York Democrat, who had hustled this circus together. Here was his complaint. In essence, why are we here? Thank you for your testimony and for coming today. I now recognize myself for five minutes. Madam Chair, I have a parliamentary inquiry. The, the gentleman is recognized. <laughs> Madam Chair, the U.S. Supreme Court case, U.S. versus Watkins, makes clear that Congress's investigative power must be related to and in the furtherance of a legitimate task of Congress. Especially in light of the, the testimony by Mr. Goodell, how does continuing this hearing actually relate to a legitimate task of Congress in the face of record high inflation, record high gas prices, a completely unsecured border, a fentanyl crisis that is killing more people? By the way, whether the country was going great or going straight down the tubes, the point stands. How is this specifically related to a function of Congress? It's not! between the ages of 18 and 45 than any other cause in the United States, a baby formula crisis, a tampon crisis. Madam Chair, the commissioner has just detailed in his own testimony that the the, the Washington commanders, Redskins, whatever you choose to call them, have been held accountable. They've made necessary reforms to the organization. You got a chair here for Mr. Snyder who told the committee he was not going to be here. The gentleman will suspend... Madam Chair, what the is the purpose of this, this what is the purpose of this the hearing? Will it will suspend. this has this is not about a stated parliamentary inquiry. That is the parliamentary inquiry, have, Madam Chair. What is the purpose of it? You can bang the gavel all you want, but I don't really care. <laughs> what is the purpose of continuing this? <laughs> Madam Chair, that is the parliamentary inquiry and how does this Congress's business actually be continued? How does, it, how does Congress's business actually be continued by continuing this hearing? Host, co-sponsor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. And I can't disagree with the question. Why the fuck is Congress even dipping their toe into this? Because they're politicians. I know why. Because they're politicians. And this is what they do. No great dilemmas were solved. No injustice that is plaguing our republic was corrected 
today on Capitol Hill. But oh, a lot of politicians on both sides of the aisle got to blah, blah, blah. All right, I taped Sally in the van. Power was out. I made some of these references again in the podcast. Now you've got the audio to go with it. Let's go to the noted endorsement. Hello. Hello, I'm calling you early. Uh, it's fine. Bet earlier, earlier is better than later, right? Yes. You are looking live at the Landjet, where it is war-torn Western Loudon right now due to thunderstorms. Holy shit, Sally. Power is out. I huh. left the house to get in the van to do this podcast, and there are trees down all over the place. It's wow. crazy. Yeah, That's nuts. apparently we got hit really hard, and of course I was taking my custom, my customary mid-afternoon slumber. Ugh. And when I came to, I asked my wife. I said, "Did we get storms?" And she laughed. She goes, "You wouldn't believe the storms." So yeah, I slept it was, through it. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. good for you. It was bad. It was bad here for an hour or so. The thunder was just thunder and uh, the scaring the dogs kind of thing. But yeah, it's supposed to rain for like the next day, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, but you know, thunderstorms were you know, what, you know what I say, Sally, best weather in all the country right here. That's in the right. DMV. Right here in DC. A so, little bit of everything. <laughs> so we got Could that. Be Afghanistan, you know, you don't want an earthquake. <laughs> a thousand people dead. Afghanistan. Oh, really? Lucky. I did not yeah, see you that. Didn't see that today? Oh yeah. No. Thousand and, dead, tens of thousands hurt or homeless. Afghanistan. How? How can a thousand die when they don't have buildings over two stories tall? Well, uh, 500 buildings with two each. Uh. <laughs> I guess the sheer math of it. They don't have high rises in Afghanistan, do they? I bet in Kabul they do. Maybe They, the, the... they have mid-rises, I bet. They probably have five yeah. stories, I'm guessing. Right. I, yeah, I doubt they have high rises because the... I don't know about the uh, OSHA of the Asia, <laughs> Afghanistan. Uh, <laughs> Safety and Health they're... Association. Yeah. Well, that's commission. why when we have earthquakes, very few people die. When Haiti had an earthquake, 100,000 people died in the Haitian earthquake like of, of 10 years ago. That is true. Yay, yeah. yay regulation. Yay, America. <laughs> yay regulation. You know, every now and then it's good to have some government oversight. Even of us, course. Even us libertarians understand there has to be some government oversight of course you've been following this baby shortage fiasco i'm sure by the way sally is running for district six in the <laughs> montgomery county upcoming uh board of supervisors right montgomery county council council the council yes yes uh, election coming less, up when less than a month away july 19th early voting july 7th to 14th and Vote by mail already going on. Ballots have been sent out. So, Solly uh, for six. That's all you have Solly to remember. Solly for six. Solly for we're, six. We're trying. So, we're trying. So, yeah. So, you being uh, interested in public policy and having the world run as a smoother place probably knows about this baby shortage thing where, you know, the plants in the, in the U.S. that make baby formula had not been inspected because of the yes. fucking pandemic. And then they're like, oh, shit, these things are not safe and they've been shut down. Thank you, COVID panicked response. Well, they had to, I mean, I don't know the exact details of, of if they kept them open, what would have happened? Like, would they have made poisonous formula or whatever? But uh, they, they lessened standards, right? So they could reopen that Abbott right. plant. Right, right. Um, 
which is what they have to do. But I it mean, all got it, sideways when they stopped inspecting because of COVID, from what I read in the stories. That's where it all got sideways. We should never run out of baby formula, you know? Well, I mean, it, it showed our vulnerability in one of many areas. I mean, you know, who knew? I didn't know that there were three plants that made baby formula in the country, and if one of them is out of service, that's a huge problem. Right. So, Babies better learn how to eat chicken wings. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a baby trying to eat a chicken wing? Well, you cut it into tiny little pieces. And no, no, don't, no. Make them. Puree it, right? No, no, make them hold it and chew it with their little baby <laughs> teeth. <laughs> like they hold a bottle with the two hands. Huh? <laughs> oh, God. Well, hey, uh, let's start with Dan Snyder's no good, terrible, awful, rotten day. Not on Capitol Hill, even though he had safely scurried off to France. Yes. He was crushed left and right uh, by the Congressional Oversight Committee looking into the toxic environment at the commander's workplace. There was a story on ESPN. You alerted me to the fact that our former colleague, Christopher (laughs) Cooley, appeared in one of the uh, documents that was oh, yeah. free from this. Well, there's, there's uh, obviously everything is timed to uh, come out at the same time. I mean, the story yesterday of why he paid that $1.6 million 13 years ago was because he touched a, a, a woman on Allegedly. a flight. Yes. Allegedly. The woman alleged that uh, in the back of their plane, back from the ACM Awards, which was run by Dick Clark Productions, Snyder, oh, that's, that's right. yeah, Snyder groped her and uh, at, pressed her for sex and was completely inappropriate, uh, even though there were six other people on the plane who all said, I never saw anything happen. That's crazy. She's lying. They eventually right. paid her $1.6 million, which doesn't look good if you're truly innocent, right? Well, a lot of people pay off just to get, get stuff to I go know. away. Even I know if it's not true, but you I've would, never been rich or powerful or famous, right. but I would imagine that's who they come after. But you as, would think uh, you would think Dan Snyder would insulate himself as a billionaire from these kind of things by you'd think if uh, you're if I, you're I, flying I, back and there's a, a, a single woman much right. younger than you, that's an employee, because I think she was an employee, right? That, I believe so. OK, well, you just make sure that you're up in the front seat next to your number one assistant. Uh, Well, this was 2009. This was before, uh, you know. Me Too? Harvey Weinstein and Me Too. That is true. It it wasn't the 50s when you were slapping uh, women on the fanny. But uh, (laughs) it was was before. In other words, it wasn't Mad Men, but it was kind of close. You know, social media had just started. So there wasn't everyone knowing everything right away. But, uh, you know, I just don't never understand all of these Famous, you know, the Deshaun Watson thing makes no sense too. If you, I guess it's a power thing because rich people, heck, even poor, poor people can pay women if they want for services. Uh, ask Robert Kraft. But uh, uh, you know, it it just seems to keep happening that rich, powerful people, I guess, always get what oh, they want. So they if they, they get off on that. I think they get yeah. off on that, and and little petty shitholes like Dan Snyder, really get off on, look what I can get away with. Yeah. Even though I am I was a nerd in college and in high school, and I'm a short little nerd now, I'm a billionaire <laughs> that owns an NFL team, so I was able to just, you know, get with some woman in the back of the plane. Funny thing is, you know, this, this uh, hearing quickly got off the rails. Oh, yeah. Because 
all the Republicans are like, why are we here? Like, seriously. We, yeah. We're using congressional time and energy and, and budget to investigate just basically a workplace, of which right. there can be a million workplaces that have toxic and or harassing exactly. environments. I mean, you know, if, if this was, uh, you know, uh, Ed's plumbing and Ed was just, you know, touching every woman there, does it get a canvas? No, because sure. it's, not, it's not salacious. It's not a league that people hate. It's not a guy who had this racist name. It's not a guy who's done all these other bad things. So it is, it, it, I don't even know the legality of it, of what, how the House Oversight Committee gets a case in front Justify, of them. Or, right. Who justifies what actually gets heard right. as a case for oversight? And I think the answer is simply whoever is in the majority, whoever yeah. controls Well, I guess it. it's, it's the committee. Well, uh, you know, Carolyn Maloney. Well, a Democrat uh, the, woman uh, sees an chair. opportunity to dunk on a Republican white billionaire who's hated like Snyder. She's going to take that chance. And so they got it heard, and, you know, the Democrats all piled in. There were some genuinely legitimate questions, like Jamie Raskin, your representative oh, from Maryland, yes. Solly. Uh, he My asked, guy. he said, hey, you, hey, NFL. This was to Goodell, by the way, who appeared via uh, yes. Zoom. Uh, uh, is this thing on? <laughs> Does this work right now? I don't know how to work this. Uh, he Did said, he keep uh, starting to talk? Roger, you got to unmute your mic. I, I bet he's a. <laughs> A non-unmute your mic guy, right? <laughs> hey, as long as he's not a Jeffrey Tubin guy, that's all we want. So, uh, so anyway, he asked Goodell. He goes, "Look, you guys, the NFL did a deep dive on the Dolphins' workplace in 2014. I think that was the uh, uh, the bullying case involving Richie Incognito." Oh, okay. So they did a deep dive on that, and at the time. They released a written report, which they didn't do with the Redskins commander's football team, and it had names redacted to protect those who didn't want their names out. Basically, Raskin said, well, you did it then. Why was this an oral book report that has gone out to the ether and we have no idea what the actual findings were? And all Goodell could say was, well, that was a different situation and then added, you know, redacting names doesn't work sometimes in my line of business. Well, it's still Whatever. unclear how the what you know the Wilkinson report really they they didn't receive a written report from her. Is That's that what really they possible? say. That's, how can that be? I, <laughs> they had it was like sixteen meetings as the thing was going on. The the year that the that the Wilkinson report took to accumulate or to to be investigated. Uh, it, it, Goodell himself was briefed. I'm sure he had some underling, you know, handle it on, you know, every not every time, but he must have met with her <laughs> in person and gotten the report. I can't believe that's that's possible. A report about one of your owners or one of your teams. What is this he doing? I mean, I'd love to know what he actually does on a day to day basis. You always wonder what people do. Uh, you'd you'd you love know, to in, shadow in, Goodell, in other words. Yeah, like what does he do every day? I mean, I, I does he walk in the shit, office? He, it's a shit ton of meetings. I would. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's like the it. president. He has a daily briefing every morning. Oh yeah, what's going on? What yeah. I have to know about? He has all sorts of, uh, you know, secretary department heads who come to him like, do this, do this. I mean, I, I would guess. I guess that's how most. 
billion dollar companies work that they they get updated every day on something especially this my my you favorite know, they, was when michael scott told pam in the office uh, to schedule free play free play <laughs> in the afternoon like he was a kid in elementary school <laughs> i'm sure they do that in, the, in headquarters oh, shit. running down the hall <laughs> uh, the other thing that was classic was uh jim jordan uh, of indiana asked cadell why is dave portnoy of Barstool Sports banned from going to games. Uh. And Goodell said, after asking first, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question, which yeah. is always a tell for, oh, shit, right. I got to think about this one. Yeah, I didn't hear the question. Fuck you. You heard the question, you asshole. Uh, he <laughs> says, he asks him, why is he banned? And Goodell says, I don't know anything about that. And Jim Jordan says, oh, really? Portnoy on his Twitter feed is just going all in. He's all caps typing, liar, liar, liar. You can't lie like that. Hitler. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just good stuff. So uh, so they've now issued a subpoena to Dan Snyder. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is cracking. It must be allergies. Uh, subpoena to Dan Snyder. Uh, but it's going to be hard to get it to him because he's out of the country and from right. what I understand, you have to have like a French magistrate sign off on it and they deliver the subpoena and they do the questions and take the answers and then they send them back to you. And the appeals on this subpoena could take six months. Yeah. So by that time, you know, uh, the election will have come and gone, the midterms, and I'm pretty much guessing the Democrats aren't going to be running many committees at that time. I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, he got out of this because he was asked to appear at this. I guess there's a difference between being asked and being. I don't think they uh, can. F I, that's here's the question. Forced. When can they compel you? Compel? Yes, compel. When can they force you to uh, appear? When they when they when they subpoena you, I guess, so for a deposition. When I guess the lawyers say you have to get, do this. Or so else why didn't contempt. they force them? I don't know. I, I, well, that's what she said. That uh, Carolyn Maloney, the, the chair, said, just because he repeatedly declined their invitation, they will subpoena him for a deposition. So, right. I, I will. I, I guess we'll have this happen at yeah. some point. But um, uh, they they said they set up a chair with his nameplate in front <laughs> of it specifically <laughs> for the photo op of right. the empty chair coward who He's wouldn't appear there. before Congress. <laughs> These fucking politicians, man. They when you are, finally get elected, please don't be like them, Solly. Please I be different. I be better. I'll try. I know well, you can be better. I'll, I'll, I'll be, uh, well, I'm doing it, you know, for the same reasons. I want power and, and money and fame. That's, <laughs> we all do. I mean, don't, don't, don't. That's what most politicians want. What, to help people? Of course we want to help people. But, you know, the money and the power, that's why we're all doing it. Well, and, and a lifetime gig with a gold-plated pension and gold-plated well, health care. Congress. Well, that's uh, not, not The county council doesn't have that. Okay, uh, but, but. Not a lifetime pension. But you start <laughs> as dog catcher, someday you could be president. Well, true. Start I low guess. and go from there. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Snyder is going to probably dodge having to testify. Whatever report comes out, I don't think it's going to be enough to oust him because I get the distinct feeling that the NFL and Goodell do not want to open season on billionaires. Of course. So I think that Snyder is going to survive in the end. The bigger question is, how does he ever become semi-reputable again? Or is that now a ship that has already sailed? Was he semi-reputable? I mean, he yes. was one of the yes. most disliked he... owners by his own. Yes, I, I, I remember. I don't know if there's anyone who loves Dan Snyder anywhere. I mean, there's not many people who come out and are big. You know, Snyder stands, as you'd call him, you know, right. who are like, oh, Snyder's the best, you know, people, or else, you know, people who don't work for him because he's, he's, I, I never had a problem with him. I, I maybe I like him. Uh, oh, you shut know. up. You don't even what? know him. What do you I mean? don't I have a problem with him. I, I don't hate him like some other people do. <laughs> anyway, I think the answer, the answer of him being self semi reputable is probably 12 years, five coaches and two team presidents ago. There was a time in which, yeah, he's he's all over the place, but boy, he wants to win so bad. And he would actually do some interviews, appear in public. But once the Bruce Allen thing came and once the RG3 deal blew up, then it really went down to a dark place. And now all the chickens are coming home to roost. By the way, so this story mentioning Cooley's name uh, yes. is the one in the – it was ESPN wrote it, and, a, and basically there was uh, the – Snyder's attorneys put together a hundred slide PowerPoint yes. that was designed to deflect blame in every direction possible. Of course. But his. Including a the bulk of it at Bruce Allen. Yeah. Who is that is so rich that he was his close buddy henchman, and then as soon as the wolves start coming, he throws Bruce out the door to be eaten. And starts well, that's, yeah. yeah. That's the whole thing. I mean, the the whole the whole the last several years was oh, it's a, the 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 culture, the work environment is terrible, and Snyder has to say, well, someone has to be blamed, and they're gone. Everyone who's who was named and we know of who had an allegation against them, like right. Michael, Mitch Gershman, um, Bruce, like oh, well, they're the problem. And look, we've gotten rid of them. We're right. a, a clean culture now, uh, and and yeah, I mean, Do no think, one works there. Who yeah. worked there. 15 years ago, no. even, even the secretaries, you know, oh. no one works there. Anymore. No, there's been two or three waves who have come through. Do you think Bruce Allen knew that this was a possibility and he took it as part of his outrageous $5 million a year salary as a team president? Or do you think he was shocked to the point of 
A2 Brute <laughs> when it all went down? I thought I think he was because I mean he was he was uh, you know Dan's guy uh, you know he was his right hand guy he was with him all day every day uh, fighting against the league against critics he was he was the 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 the, the guy you know uh, I'll handle this uh, Mr Snyder kind of guy I don't think he he kept Dan uh, you know he was the uh, the the, the Haldeman and Ehrlichman. I mean, you know, <laughs> so he doesn't have to get his hands dirty kind of thing. They they take care of everything because you don't want the president to have to. So you think he involved. was so you think he was shocked. You think he was shocked and disappointed. Like, I can't believe this. I'm now being well, blamed for all this. I would think when he, you know, he probably signed an NDA, to, you know, to, to not. Oh, talk he, he has he has not been heard from because he's because he's he been being paid. He's probably not, still being paid. Right. Exactly. But. but uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, he was I mean, he was he was a guy that 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 Snyder uh, definitely tried to hang this all on, and then uh, Cooley's Cooley's name came up in the story because apparently they said <laughs> Cooley was dating or not dating, he was having a relationship with two cheerleaders. Yes, and I'm like, okay, I know Chris married a cheerleader. He married one <laughs> back when he played, but it right. was unclear in the story when exactly. He was dating these other two cheerleaders, or dating, whether he was having a sexual relationship with these other two cheerleaders. Was it when he was doing the show with us? It could be. Uh, well, wow. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know about that, but it doesn't say because, you know, after he got divorced from... Uh, Wife one, Christy. Christy, yeah. He, uh, you know, uh, got with, with Maddie, not the cheerleader, and who he's married to now has a couple of kids. So Living I don't know in Montana, is, right. I don't yes, know when it was. Yeah, Wyoming. I, I would say this. I, I never got a whiff being close to Cooley in the studio for three years plus about anything going on with cheerleaders. And you know how hard guys are when it comes to keeping secrets. You know, if something's going on, something's going to slip. Like, yeah, I'm going out with uh, Susan yeah. tonight. What? Well, I mean, maybe it was before because he might have been. Yeah. He, I mean, he was married to another woman, you know, from, from the time when he first got there. From from college and then got divorced That's and right. then and then and married the cheerleader his, uh, then got yeah, divorced so. and then found Maddie and he's currently married. Well, anyway, his name appeared in the report. Larry Michael, uh, hey pal, was, <laughs> was named in the report. <laughs> Everybody knows uh, Larry Michael comes with his own little coating of uh, film, so to speak, and uh, certainly he didn't look good in this story. In no. which there are reports that uh, young females working in his department reported him as being uncomfortable to work with and having kissed uh, young women on the forehead yeah. and touched their cheeks. And when brought to Snyder's attention, he's like, oh, Larry's a teddy bear. He wouldn't hurt anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not the hurt point. It's the creeping me out point. Like, right. I don't want to deal with that at work. And I guess there was an audio clip of Larry Michael making a belittling comment about one of the interns, and it made it into the testimony today. I oh, saw Andy, really? Yeah, I saw Andy tweeted about that, that the 40-year career of Larry Michael was just sent down the tubes by a 20-second wow. soundbite on the House floor uh, of their it. committee room. So, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, but, uh, this, yeah. Is, uh, this is all so tangled and buried in, in layer upon layer of investigations. I was remembering how many things this league has investigated over the years, and my head started to spin. Spygate, yeah. Deflategate, Bountygate, the Richie Incognito Bullygate in Miami, 
And, you know, there's multiple Redskins investigations now as well. It's a league that investigates itself constantly. Well, because they that they don't have the the law coming after them, they they were a, just a little nonprofit for a long time, just <laughs> handling their own stuff. But yeah. uh, you know, now that they're 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 on news front pages with Deshaun Watson stuff and with Snyder stuff, it, it's hard because it's 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 now what the hot issue is of of treatment of women yeah. and sexual harassment. You can't do that anywhere. Uh, you know, well, but, uh, but more importantly, now that Congress is sniffing around, there's blood in the water, there's blood in the water. And I think they're going to keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. Uh, I, I would like to say that there's no chance he's out, but maybe there is, maybe there huh. is. We'll see. Uh, other news, Sally, this of particular interest when I saw it, uh, cause of your history on this, a Pennsylvania state representative has introduced an amendment to a bill in the Senate in Pennsylvania that would require Penn State to publicly disclose the location and condition of the Joe Paterno statue in order to receive further state funding. (laughs) How about that? They want to know, where is the statue of dear old Joe Pa? That's amazing. I mean, I want to know, too. (laughs) You know, rumor was it's in the stadium, in the bowels of the stadium somewhere. You know, it's behind some top in a fence. I don't know, though. Maybe it's somewhere else. Release the findings. Find the statue. Put it back in front of Beaver Stadium. Where it belongs. Oh, my God. That's that's amazing. I, I can't believe that nobody knows where it is. I know you don't. You don't lose uh, large uh, marble statues, especially one of of the famed uh, great coach like that. You know, I mean, they removed it ten years ago and allegedly put it somewhere in the stadium, but it hasn't been seen or, or heard. So uh, I I don't know again why uh, nothing against. Uh, uh, the the honorable Aaron Bernstein of uh, Pennsylvania's uh, House of Reps there, but uh, I don't know if that's this statue. <laughs> this statue might be like MH three eighty, the airplane <laughs> that went down in the Indian Ocean. Like we can't find it. We literally have no idea where it is. Uh, could be. Oh my God, that's something. All right, what else is going on? Did you see Siragusa died? Did you see that? That Tony just happened. Siragusa. Yes, Tony Siragusa. You Holy were sleeping. Shit. Yeah, fifty-five, dead. Um, of? Well, he was a large man. Uh, ate poorly. I think that usually is a bad. Uh, I'm bad fifty-four. Of... Well, I'm large. Was... Yeah, not like Siragusa. Poorly. Oh, that <laughs> might be might be a wake up call, my friend. Uh, no, a, a cause of death not immediately available. But he was he was. One of those players who, yeah. you know, we saw him on the sidelines was still over 300 pounds uh, the rest of his po- post-playing career. So it's not a uh, wow. It, it, that's usually how it is. But yeah, it's uh, you know sh- shocking because he he still looked good and and was working for Fox for a dozen years there until 2015. I don't know what, he, what he's been doing since. Maybe maybe he, he's been e- eating more. You he know, did, I don't he know. did a reality show I think called Man Caves. Where they really? Would, yeah, they would visit, and I oh, guess they okay. would they would rehab, uh, you know, men's basements into man caves. Oh, okay. He was the host of that. Wow, that's a tough one right there. That comes right on the heels of 
the 26-year-old Raven defensive yes. end. Jalen Ferguson. Right. Who was I like the to sack. Admit, I, I, I didn't know who he was, but he was a yeah, sack monster in college. He yeah. set like the one double-A record for most sacks in a career with like 45. <clears throat> uh, don't, don't know what happened to him. It was something at night that he was unconscious at his home, so uh, I don't want to speculate, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, could be a know, lot of things. Could, drugs. Could be drugs or... Heart attack. Something bad. Stroke, so, something like that, yeah. Right. Cause, who knows? Yeah. Uh, how are you fixed for um, nipple mites? Nipple. My, ever heard of nipple mites? Mites? No. <laughs> I, I know if you thought mites. If you thought bed bugs were revolting... Oh, God. Microscopic nipple mites could make you even more creeped out. Oh, Apparently, God. these like tiny... <laughs> These tiny mites make whoopee on people's faces while you are sleeping. Nipple mites, <laughs> nipple mites. That's disgusting. How many bugs? How many bugs are fucking on your face? Oh, on your face while you sleep. I mean, there's bacteria. You know, you, you mix them all up. There's stuff everywhere between mites and bacteria and, and whatnot. So. You know, I it, it's not uh, it's not the the the, the large roach in your ear like Chekhov and uh, Ricardo Montalban kind of stuff. It's it's it, in Star Trek. It's it's usually smaller, t- tiny organisms that are right everywhere. Ooh. All right, yeah. here's another one for you. Uh, you don't have a hot tub, do you? No. <laughs> Headline: We don't. Hot tubs could be hacked and turned into stinky soup. Ooh. That sounds like a James Bond uh, kind of way to die. Like, oh, boil them in their hot tub or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, hot tubs are are notoriously filthy. I, I would I would rather uh, 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 you know lie naked on the street than get in a public hot tub. Um, I, I, you know, uh, our friend Tom Lavero nearly died from a hot tub. He, he that's had how a he got staff staffed, infection. Yeah, and he got it from a, a open part of his skin in a yeah. hot tub. He said, "Yeah, the hot tub nearly killed me." Hi. Almost, baby. I guess right, Nothing baby. Nothing kill me, baby. Right. Cigars didn't kill me. Me Tom's being 300 pounds me. didn't kill me. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I... They said that uh, if the hackers could remotely take over these tubs that wow. are connected to the Internet, that you could probably turn the heat all the way up, change the filtration cycles. Then in a few days, you would have a hot, stinky soup. As for your hot tub. Well, it's like it's like in the movies when uh, they hack your car and they just start, you know, can't control the brakes or gas or something, and they, that's how they kill somebody, you know, in the future when they when they hack everything, which is possible with, you know, these cars that are self-driving and have nothing but smart uh, right. car, you know. Did you see the uh, video of Delonte West, former NBA star? No. Literally, he, he was literally seen panhandling on the side of the road in West Virginia. Wow. Pretty I know, bad, I mean, right? That I a guy he's been, that made so yeah. much money? Well, he's he's uh, had a lot of tough times after his playing career, yeah. He's from uh, right here, from a uh, D.C. area guy, when Eleanor Roosevelt guy. But, uh, but yeah, played in the league for uh, years and years, probably made billions of dollars, but... Um, he, he like said, many people, uh, didn't uh, had some problems and when, didn't uh, find a way to keep it. When the video surfaced, uh, people were like, was that really him? Uh, he was found, and he told the 
the image direct, it is what it is. I got children. I'm in between jobs. He hmm. said, I got to do what I got to do to feed my babies. Yeah. Man, that is a hell of a thing. Do you think John Wall will ever be seen panhandling <laughs> at the side of the road, given that he opted in on his $47 million option for this coming year when he didn't play a single minute this year that, for $44 million? Your National Basketball Association. Oh Worst contracts that, that just just hamstring a team. And and the Rockets, I mean, God bless Tommy Shepard for finding a way to get John Wall and his contract out of here. Nothing against John, but you know, he was hurt, wasn't uh, wasn't as good and was making the the, the, the max, the super max, forty seven. Unbelievable. And they got him they got him out of here. And the Rockets, I don't know why they traded for him, but uh they can't they they, they just wanted to get there. they wanted to get rid of Westbrook. So we traded we traded him for Westbrook. Then we yeah. flipped Westbrook for spare parts from the Lakers, right? Yeah. Oh, Kyle Kuzma was the big Kuzma. Part of that. Who was the other guy we got from the uh, Lakers? Uh, uh, Col- Contavious Cont- Caldwell yeah. Pope. KCP, we got him as well. So a-, a bunch of lesser guys. By the way, even right. the lesser guys in the NBA make an insane amount of money. Of course they $10, do. Ten, yeah, twelve but... million dollars a year oh, for yeah. dudes you couldn't pick out of the Marie Osmond family photo for God's <laughs> sakes. So they, you know, now they're going to try to. Uh, someone's they're going to buy Wall out apparently. And you try their, to trade him, or, yeah. or buy him out, but no one's going to trade for him. Right. He makes the max, and he's he's right. not healthy. I don't think he's healthy. Still, he was so. healthy-ish a year, two years ago, when he played for the Rockets and still averaged like twenty-one points a game. But then they yeah. shut him down at the end of the year to say we're going to pre- preserve his health and start looking for a trade partner. And that lasted all year, and he didn't play at all. So he's yeah. had two years in the last four in which he has made ninety million dollars. Not even tickling the net once. Mm-hmm. Must Holy, be nice. Sh- must be nice indeed. <laughs> this is why I can't get super excited about the NBA draft on Thursday night. Are you excited oh, for the right. draft party on uh, Thursday I, night? Come on. I don't know. You know, I'll know like five players. Like, oh yeah, I remember him. <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll look who the Wizards pick just because just for because. But I don't really care. I'm not. I don't. I didn't. I don't think I watched much of the NBA playoffs at, at all. I just don't really. Do you think there is a? You think, you think there is a local watch party being orchestrated that the local radio stations, like our former stations, would have to go down to, and you have to oh, sit I'm there. Oh, sure. So, that, I mean, so that, if it was me and Scott, we'd be down somewhere, right, for draft night. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Making a big deal of it. The, oh. Well, the, uh, the home of the Wizards is uh, the Team 980. <laughs> that's that's who uh, their oh, flagship right. station. So, uh, oh, they, thank yeah, God I'm out of that racket. <laughs> I'm so happy I'm not riding around all the room. Rem- I was thinking about all the remotes we did when I was in local uh, DC. Did, you did a lot. You, you and Cooley, and you and Scott, and you and Andy, and we go uh, all over. So when you're in Milwaukee, I guess it's you're on a morning show, so there's no remotes ever. So it's, no, it very rarely. But, do you do do you do any uh when you're up there do you do any appearances or yeah. we're still yeah. yeah we'll do appearances but it's it's okay. a lot better it's a lot different than remotes remotes just yeah. suck yeah doing the show at a loud crowded bar with bad wi-fi uh, not fun <laughs> no. not fun and, but free food but make yeah free food and we make money <laughs> all right uh anything else uh you want to talk about i appreciate your time today my power is still out it's still a war torn ravaged landscape out here in western loudon uh i don't know uh, what else was there did you see uh, uh, uh 
Kraft has changed their macaroni and cheese officially to mac and cheese, one of your favorite foods. Really? Yes. So do. the formula remains the same. Yes. They just changed the name of it. Right. I mean, there's a, a, a new branding thing. I guess, I mean, Kraft, uh, the company who's made billions, you know, they make everything. They're, you know, they're, they're one of the big names in food. Right. 85 years, it was macaroni and cheese, but everyone called it mac and cheese, <laughs> I guess. And I now wonder if finally, they had to file a patent for that. I'm sure they did. They have, oh they have lawyers. They have more lawyers than Dan Snyder. <laughs> Crafts. I mean, everything has a patent. Interesting. But, um, well, but, uh, yeah, I thought that was neat. Yeah, there was that. And then apparently Ohio State finally won the right to trademark the word the because they always would call themselves <laughs> the Ohio State University. Uh, trademarks. And so, so uh, three years, it was a three-year wow. battle to oh, get that. nothing for a trademark. I know, but they trademark. finally got it. So now you can't say the Ohio State. Maybe you can say the with your school, but I don't know if Ohio State's going to come after you. The uh, Bowling Green University. What are they going to say? The Akron, Ohio uh, University. Like, oh, I don't know. They might be like, like, we own the. <laughs> yeah. Like Michael Buffer with his saying, you can't even say it. Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, don't don't cease do. and desist. Yes, stop. Cease and desist. I'm desisting. <laughs> I'm desisting. Don't sue me. <laughs> I will not cease, but I will desist. <laughs> Is desist used in any other context, but with. I don't think so. No, just like <laughs> ensuing isn't used except for when they talk about kickoffs, kickoffs. following penalties. <laughs> the penalty will be assessed on the ensuing kickoff. That's true. I don't, you don't, you don't <laughs> Nothing else ensuing. ensues, basically, in the English language. I guess language. not. <laughs> All right. Sally, I'll leave you to your devices. Thank you, as always. Hashtag more Sally. Uh, these uh, Sally Lynn Murray podcast available on Patreon. Uh, I'll be appearing on it tomorrow. Yes. Which will be exciting. God love you. God we love can't you. Wait. Which is technically today because it's Thursday. Uh, today. People will Thursday, hear this today. June 23rd. <laughs> right. And yours drops the same day, and we'll go from there. And Scott will be back tomorrow. We couldn't get him today, so fuck Scott. I mean, just kidding. <laughs> we love Scott, but hashtag more Solly. All right, bud. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Thanks, man. All right. That concludes this week's portion of the free Zabecast. If you want extra, extra content, be a subscriber. Go ahead and uh, sign up at zabe.com slash premium. For those of you who would rather just preload, I mean, enjoy the complimentary portion of the Zabecast, uh, thank you very much for listening. Please exit to your left and have yourselves a wonderful three-day weekend. Tomorrow's show, the book of charge, I think you're going to like it every bit as much as the Yacht Rock Draft Show with Jay last week. As always, please rate and review. Tell a friend. And have a great Thursday. I'm off to Vegas with Pops. I will see you all on Monday. One hundred and sixty-two games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple: deposit three hundred dollars and play with two hundred dollars instantly. Just use promo code Zabe to claim a my bookie deposit bonus. 
Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. 